This episode of the Expat Cast is sponsored by BetterHelp. As expats, immigrants, foreigners, people living abroad, we face plenty of challenges outside the norm that might sometimes feel like a little bit too much, especially when you add on to that a global pandemic that separates you from friends and family and isolates you in your new country. So yeah, I can understand why some of y'all might be interested in seeking therapy. BetterHelp is a great option for just that. They are an online service that connects you with a qualified therapist with whom you can do sessions via video, via telephone, or even via chat. I actually have several expat friends here in Germany who use BetterHelp for their therapy. One fellow American found it important that her therapist understands her U.S. background. For another, her insurance just didn't cover therapy, so she was going to have to pay out of pocket either way, and BetterHelp can actually be a bit cheaper than in-person therapy. One major benefit is how quick and easy BetterHelp is. Finding therapy through the German system can mean months of paperwork, a language barrier, a cultural barrier, all things that can make an already overwhelmed feeling even worse. But with BetterHelp, you actually get matched within 48 hours of signing up, and then you can get right to diving into the issues that brought you there in the first place. To learn more and sign up yourself, head on over to betterhelp.com slash expatcast. And as a special offer to the expatcast listeners, you can actually save 10% on your first month. Once again, that's betterhelp.com slash expatcast. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Welcome to the expatcast. This is the podcast where expats share their stories about fitting in, standing out, and every mishap on the journey to finding home abroad. I'm your host, Nicole. There's just certain topics about life in Germany that I repeatedly find myself talking to fellow foreigner friends about. Like, for instance, it's a well-known established fact that I meet up with some American friends and watch The Bachelor pretty regularly. (laughs) One time, there was a scene where the couple was like, starting to make out on a bed but the guy was wearing his shoes and the entire rest of the episode was lost to all of us because we were very distracted being horrified by that reminder that Americans just wear their shoes everywhere even on beds in Germany you take your shoes off at the door and you walk around in socks or slippers and if you go to a friend's house you bring your socks or slippers with or maybe they have some for you it's just established Well, of course, my friends and I are not the only ones fixated by and horrified by this act, but one of my guests today, Zach Batchelor, has an Instagram reel about exactly this. It's like um, what my German friends think I'm doing when I go back to the US, and it's just him sliding his sneakers around all over the house, on the carpets, and even in the beds. (laughs) Or for instance, the marvelous invention that is the hot bottle. I think I'd heard of this in the U.S., but I'd never seen one before moving to Germany. And now they are a very integral part of my winter experience. And ladies, am I right? They're the most magical thing for period cramps. But yeah, I'd never actually seen one or held one before moving to Germany. And apparently neither had my other guest today, Zach98. He also makes Instagram reels and TikToks about life in Germany. And he has a really great one about like, hey, I went to this party and everyone laughed at me when I took a drink. And his friend's like, what were you drinking? And he was like, it's super normal. I just took a sip of my beer out of this cool flask. And then he shows the flask and it's a hot bottle. (laughs) 
So skits like that have been popping up on my Instagram feed from the Tuzaks for quite some time now, and I'm really excited that I got to talk to them. They're quite the buy one, get one deal. I mean, you sign up for one Zach from Michigan who lives in Stuttgart, Germany, and you get two Zachs from Michigan who live in Stuttgart, Germany. The two Zachs create a bunch of different content, often together. They've even got a podcast called Zachs in the City. I feel like any other foreigners in Germany who are on Instagram or on TikTok, they have to have seen these guys because they're coming up in the feeds all the time. And so, yeah, it's really fun to get to peek behind the content a little bit and get to know the Zachs behind the content. There's a lot of surprising things that we learned about them, like their jobs and their height. I didn't even know it was possible to be so tall, but they're very tall. You'll find out more specifics in the episode. So let's get right to it. Enjoy. Well, hello, everybody. My name is Zach98. I am living currently in Stuttgart, Germany. I am from Grand Rapids, Michigan, and I am 23 years old. (laughs) I've been living here almost two years. And how about you, sir? I'm Zach Batchelor. I do have the same first name as uh, my (laughs) colleague here. I'm uh, originally from the suburbs of Detroit, Michigan. Been living in Stuttgart, Germany for three and a half years now. Which one of you has a K in their name? I have the K. Okay. I'm a Z-A-C-K. He's Z-A-C. And are you both Zachary? I think so. yeah, I am yeah. Zachary. Yeah, I'm Zachary <laughs> okay. too. Full name, yeah. Yeah, we're both Zachary. <laughs> okay. And is the foundation of your friendship that your Michigander is named Zach? Kind of. Well, actually, I mean, the very foundation, if we go way back, like how we met, it's basketball. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's like... just to add to the coincidence of stuff that is common between us we've also both played basketball and we met on a basketball court in stuttgart and i just started hearing rumors like oh there's this other guy playing basketball and his name is zach and he's from america and he's from michigan so after a couple of weeks like we finally just happened to be there on the same day and i like met him and right when he said like oh my name's zach and i kind of heard that he was like not a german you know i, I heard from his accent that he was probably american because we were speaking like, in german in the beginning oh this is it's this guy yeah <laughs> Yeah, and then we uh we clicked. We clicked. Yeah, I don't know. We just kind of started hanging out, and that was before either of us had started with any social media or anything. So, yeah, when yeah. we met, we were not doing social media. So did you guys meet pretty early? Oh gosh, this, I I I was about to say, did you guys meet pretty early in Zach's time in Stuttgart, and then was like, wait, this is going to be a problem the entire audio based journey we are on? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> Zach, as a Zach with a C. Yeah, yeah Zach ninety eight. Yeah, there we go. So I I arrived in May 2020. Two weeks after I arrived, I went and played basketball and I met two guys that were friends with Zach Batchelor. And then I think I met Zach three months after because I sometime in the summer. Yeah, because it was like that first. It was really a big lockdown in like August, May or whatever. And then at some point, things started opening up later in the summer. So yeah, July, August, maybe it was like late July. Yeah, August. Um, and mm-hmm. at that point, I just like just heard rumors of you. Did you guys ever have a minute where you were like, no, 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 this is a giant misunderstanding. People keep telling me there's a Zach from Michigan who plays basketball. And you're like, I am he. He is me. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, no, shoot. There are two of me. <laughs> I, there was probably moments where we've gotten confused. He probably, he probably had more confusion because I didn't know much of him. And I didn't have anyone to ask about Mr. Bachelor. But Zach had people 
who knew me. But did somebody tell you? Did one of my friends tell you that oh we have a friend named Zach? Yeah, he, yeah. Okay. And I just like I just left the basketball court, yeah. just like, wow, there's another Zach from Michigan. But you didn't know who I was because I didn't know what I, you looked like. I was undercover because when we met, <laughs> I was just some German guy. German dude. Some yeah. tall German guy on the basketball court. You had no idea that I was American, no, did you? <laughs> not at all. That's why I went up to you and spoke German. <laughs> exactly. We were speaking German. And I like knew that too. Like I was just messing with you a little bit because I realized <laughs> you were American immediately. And I was like, wait, this guy doesn't even know that I'm like, he thinks I'm German. <laughs> I think we played that whole day yeah. and I never spoke English with you and never no. told you I was American until like the end. Like when we were it was, like cooling off. Yeah. Yeah. It was when we were just like shooting around. Yeah. And I dropped the bomb. I was like, hey. I know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> Did you drop uh, like a grand statement or what, do you remember what you said? I think we, we were just switched talking. to English at some point. Like at some point you were tired of speaking German maybe and we switched to English. Yeah, there was, was like, like a word that I probably didn't know. He's like, we can speak English. And I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, well, we're I, something like, where are you from? And he said, <laughs> Detroit. <laughs> well, you said you're from the U.S. And I was like, no way, me too. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, where in the U.S.? And you're like, Michigan. I was like, no way me too and i was like well what's your name and you're like zach and i was like no way me too yeah. this is a really good mute cute it was pretty interesting and then like with us coming from michigan there was like other things we could relate on like yeah michigan specific before i met you i did not have any american friends so it was, had been so long since like i could talk to anybody about anything yeah, you know like yeah. any american cultural anything you know old tv shows or whatever like nobody knows any of these cultural references yeah i wanted to ask about that because i feel like when you move there's always waves of being open to first off new friends at all and then second off being open to non-german friends and then to go so far as a fellow american friend like these are all very specific moods that we all kind of move in and out of i think so was it weird or was it i don't know was it good weird bad weird inviting another american into your life at that moment in your journey it was definitely good but yeah it was it was different like like i said it was like these things had all been frozen like all these memories had just been like put into storage or whatever and i just like hadn't even thought about a lot of those things feels like it has like sort of reactivated a lot of like this stuff about my own culture that i had like almost kind of put on hold and hadn't even really activated like this part of my personality that i probably hadn't even been showing before like before and, it was... and also like another funny thing is when i met my other american friends a lot of them were from base military huh. base none of them lived in america like they lived yeah. 11 they lived since they were like four or five in germany so, like, there was many things where I would ask them about something, yeah. but they couldn't relate to it because they didn't have the high school experience that we yeah. had, but they speak American English with American accent. And they, they also have, like, a lot of American products and stuff, like a lot of the products and yeah, stuff that yeah. they have here on base. They basically have an American grocery store with yeah. brands that you can't get anywhere else in Germany and restaurants yeah. that they don't have anywhere else in Germany. So, so it was really interesting it's like meeting a mix. these Americans yeah, it's like because a... they knew like a lot of the culture, but there was just like this thing that's missing when I meet someone like you who we both have like a similar story how we got here yeah. moving around the same age. We can 100% relate on a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. This is what I then also wanted to ask. Just tell your individual story of how you ended up moving to Germany. Yeah, so for me, I don't know, I guess I just had like a normal high school experience, had no really connection to Germany at all. Yeah, so I just in college kind of decided, 
hey, I kind of want to learn a second language. And I learned Spanish in high school where it's required to learn a second language. And I don't know, I liked Spanish and I kind of learned a little bit, but I thought like somehow Spanish, I've been learning it for like eight years now and haven't really made any progress to being like conversational. Maybe I'll try something else and maybe it'll stick better than Spanish did. So I just picked German and just started on like Duolingo and a couple of apps and, and just kind of started like as a hobby did that for like my first year. I think I started like maybe halfway through my first year of college and did that for like a year, year and a half. And then it was going well. So I like took German classes and ended up doing a minor in German and stuff. And so I started looking at like potentially doing internships in Germany. I'm in, I'm a mechanical engineer. So it was kind of it'd be like double like language experience and engineering. And so I ended up getting an internship here in Stuttgart also. It was a, a really cool chance. So I definitely took it, was able to live here for two and a half months. And I had just a really amazing time and actually really fell in love with the city of Stuttgart. After that internship, I went back and, and finished my degree, but then I ended up coming back and uh, working then full time at the same company where I did my internship after graduation. And so pretty much since then, since my first job out of college, I've just been in Stuttgart doing engineering stuff huh. since uh, 2018. And how old are you now? I am 26. And then Zach, 98. For me, let's go back to high school. I had no motivation to go to Europe, to even think about Europe. It just never even sparked my mind until I met an exchange student. I played tennis and basketball with exchange students. And then I just asked them some questions and realized that, oh, these people live a different reality than we do in the U.S. I was just like, yeah, surprised by it. Then I was like, okay, I want to learn more about this. So then in my senior year summer, I went to Europe for the first time and I just stayed at old exchange student houses. And I also got a pretty good look of what the culture was like because I was only in German and Italian uh, households. I learned a lot, realized things are really different, and I was inadequate in a lot of areas. I, I mean, I didn't speak German. I didn't know how to use a paper towel machine at the airport. Like, it was like <laughs> weird. Like, there was like all these things I learned, like, wow, things are way different here. I remember one time I was in Germany, my friend's mom brought out a hard boiled egg with this on this little like shot glass thing and i was like <laughs> i had no idea what to do yeah. with that they're all looking at me and they're like you gonna eat your egg and i was like do you have a paper towel <laughs> so, so i can roll it you know like yeah. crack it and roll it and they're like no you use the um you use the, the spoon. spoon and i was like what <laughs> you do what with the and so then they taught me like i felt like i was in kindergarten yeah again. it feels like you're a kid again i had the yeah. same thought a lot of the so time so there was like things like this and i i was really like just captivated by how different life was in a different country yeah then i went home and i was just like wow i learned that i don't know a lot and there's a lot to learn college comes went to college in the states i did a year abroad because i went to college for a bachelor's of international business and in this international business you have to do study abroad i did a year instead of just one semester and i did two different countries i did one in milan italy semester and another semester in Berlin. And these two semesters were crazy. And I also had many culture differences, culture shocks. My host in Berlin didn't speak English. So I only spoke German. That's where my German really expedited. And also in Milan, it was really interesting with like Italian cultures. It's mm -hmm. crazy. It's just like, way too slow for me. I couldn't I don't, <laughs> I don't know if I could ever live full time in Italy just because it's so slow. We we sat at dinner for three hours. And I'm like, 
it's great and all, but yeah. it was a really great experience. If I could live in Italy, Milan would probably be the only city. But moving forward, I also did a, the semester in Berlin. Loved Berlin. So I, I went back after this year abroad. I had one more year of college, and I was like, I'm going to find a job in Berlin. Finding a job abroad is quite difficult, I found out, when you have a U.S. address. I was interning at Bosch at the time, and I was like, oh, maybe I could go find a job with Bosch since I've been interning there in the Michigan for two years. Bosch was on like a hiring freeze, so it was really difficult. Halfway through second to last semester, I got a new internship with a new company in Michigan. Then I was like looking at their job page and I saw that they had positions open in Germany. So what I did was I went on LinkedIn, found the German HR for this company, connected with them because they would see that I was the uh, intern in the corporate office. And I just wrote them on LinkedIn stating my position, how I want to move to Germany, how I really like the company I am working in finance right now, and I was wondering if you foresee any finance positions opening up. They said they're not looking; they're only looking for senior positions right now. Three months later, we're in my last semester, and I get a LinkedIn message saying, "I showed your profile to in your your CV to some colleagues. They really like you. We would like to have an interview with you." And I got the job through just writing a simple message through LinkedIn and then that's how yeah. I got to Stuttgart. I like the creativity. Oh, but wait, because this, you were like Berlin, Berlin, Berlin and then they were like Stuttgart and you were like, yeah, fine. Or how did this? Yeah, sometimes you have to take what you have and I can tell you like uh, the position I got was a very good position. I would never get it in Berlin. That's great that you were able to like make this move and then still make it basically like an appropriate career level because like yeah. a lot of times you have to. That's also one of the things that comes into play. You're like, okay, if I really want to make this move, I can maybe get the job, but I have to start a level down, or you know, there's there's all these sacrifices that are yeah, and I didn't even have to start great. a level down. That was the the best part mm -hmm. about it. the The funny thing is, like Zach, he did an internship, so he knew about Stuttgart. Mm -hmm. I had never been to Stuttgart. So, like, I, I accepted a job in a city I've never been to. I never even heard of. Like, Yeah, I never really even heard like of. I, I hadn't either before I did my internship. In Europe, I feel like, you know, better idea of cities. Like, I feel like even if someone were from a different country, they'd probably know, like, a little bit about Stuttgart at least. Yeah. But I had never even heard of Stuttgart. Like, I was, like, Googling it. It's like, what's going on there? Uh, what do they got? Uh, Mercedes-Benz? What's going like, <laughs> uh, like, on? Like, oh, look, the guy who invented the cars from Stuttgart. Like, I don't know. It was yeah. just, like, you're just reading through, like, the Wikipedia page yeah, for the city. Yeah. Like, I've never heard of this thing, like, ever. Actually, this reminds me of something I was very excited to ask you. I ask this every time I encounter someone who lives in Stuttgart. Do you guys know about the Pig Museum? I, I do. know about it. I've never been. I ride past it. Uh, on my way to work every day. Have um, you been? I've been to the beer garden. I haven't actually been. I haven't seen the exhibit, but I know there's like a restaurant in there and like a beer yeah. garden. So I've like been there, but I, I haven't actually gone through and looked at the the museum part of it yet. Highly recommend. 
I mean, are you into weird shit? I'm yeah. down. I'm down. We yeah, can yeah. check it out. It's we maybe can... the weirdest thing I've encountered. And I know about it because I was going to Stuttgart for a day once and I Googled like how you guys are saying, like, you're like, what is a Stuttgart? So I just was yeah. Googling like, what does one do when one is in Stuttgart? And I'm a librarian and, and the library there is, is world famous. So I was like, okay, of course they'll do yeah. that. And then what else? And somehow the world's largest pig museum showed up and I was like, no further questions. I'm in. Um, and then cue like a years long fever dream where this was in 2015 and it took until last year for me to find a single person who had ever been inside that museum. And I was like, yeah. did I invent this in my own I'm head? Because this is, <laughs> it was always too weird to be true. And then no one else knew about it. And but yeah, I've been it's been confirmed. It is real. It is um, real. Um, I don't know what's crazy. in it, but it, I've definitely seen it. There's a giant <laughs> pig train car looking thing outside. It's not like the Stuttgart tourist attraction. Like I wouldn't put it at number two behind the Stadtbibliothek, mm-hmm. like you did necessarily. Probably. <laughs> Wait till you go. I mean, I'm not saying your whole mind's going to be changed, but it might. We'll be see. Yeah, no, I'm I'm open to the new experience. Mm-hmm. I thought it was like, oh, maybe it's just like a German thing. Maybe every city has a pig You're museum. Just looking at different pigs. I'll tease it this way: it's it's a whole dang castle. Like it's giant, and every room is a different category of pigs. Yeah, we got to go. We you got to go. I mean, this would be great for a video too because it's just... Yeah. And it's, Germans are not always this quirky and strange. I mean, compared to Americans, for instance, where we have roadside attractions every couple miles of just weird crap. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. This feels like that. I'm like, I don't know who did this, but I'm into whatever's going on in their yeah. strange little mind. <laughs> it reminds me of like... I have some American friends that tell me I have to go visit the Spam Museum. The Spam Museum? <laughs> like the, Where's that? I don't know. But it's not in Michigan. But they tell me I have to go visit the Spam Museum. Okay. That seems weird, too. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what's like the wackiest highway roadside attraction thing that you've seen, either in America or in, in Germany. I mean, you guys are near to Wisconsin. I feel like Wisconsin's kind of a capital for... But I've yeah. never actually driven through Wisconsin. No? Okay. you never been to the Dells? No. Water Park City, bro? If I've been to Wisconsin, it was like in Chicago. I barely crossed the border to go to something in like north okay. of Chicago. But this is it. You go barely over the border north from Chicago. You hit Mars Cheese Castle. The Cheese Castle? Mars Cheese Castle. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, do you like Stuttgart? Because it's a bit of a divisive city amongst Germans. I love it. I may be the largest Stuttgart spokesperson on the internet. I hope I am. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a gorgeous city. Um, it's I, I do really like it here. It's got a lot of nature, very close to the city center. And it's a very hilly city. So I think for somebody who's really who likes being outdoors and hiking and running and bike riding, like there's just so many options and so i think it just has a lot to offer and it's just like nice to look at like when you're just walking around in the hills and you get like a whole view of the whole city beautiful houses you can literally just walk up a small mountain and then be yeah like the tea house at a little beer garden on top of a hill with a view over the entire city middle of the woods with birds chirping and stuff and that's like a 20 minute walk from like the one of the main u-bahn stations you know as someone who was coming dreaming of Berlin and then landing in Stuttgart, did you like it immediately? Did it grow on you? Because, I mean, they're they're just distinct. It definitely grew on me. Like, when I first came here, I'm like, ooh, is this where I want to be? Because <laughs> it was, like, so different from the mindset of moving to Berlin. But, like, now, like, after being here over a year and almost two years, 
I really like Stuttgart, even just like location to get to other areas. Skiing. Yeah, skiing. I, yeah. I mean, I, I've been going five times already this year, snowboarding and skiing. Two and a half hours to get to Austria to ski. Five hours to get to Lox in Switzerland, which is like one of the best ski resorts in Europe. We've been to a few uh, waterfalls that are an hour outside yeah. Stuttgart. We do these walks, and you can you can enjoy like a uh, a good nightlife too. It's not a Berlin nightlife, but not a Berlin it's a nightlife. nightlife, but like it's still good. You yeah. know, I mean to be so large and, and also so international, but still so close to nature. That's pretty unique for me. Also, like I really like to run to just go jogging and yeah. stuff. And like if you just look at maps of some like really large cities, like you know, not to say these cities are bad or anything, but like places like you know hamburg or berlin or something you just look at maps and you're just like this is all city like where's the part where you know i go run down to the schloss garden and then i can just run 15 kilometers uninterrupted in like parks and woods and stuff the whole time yeah yeah <laughs> like, and i um i'm also a runner and i being here then i got into running hills and, and now yeah. i'm like I, I don't even understand why you would run not with a hill <laughs> like, i'm still love hate on the hills <laughs> Shukar has some brutal hills brutal. Yeah. even biking in Shukar, it's rough but i would say like one thing that i'm i miss more lakes i'm a water boy well, you're spoiled by michigan i'm curious to hear then you moved now we've heard your moving stories we heard your meet cute you guys were friends uh so to say like normal friends for several months and then this whole content aspect of life came in to reality yeah. and i'm i'm really curious to hear about that so maybe you tell us what you guys do online and, and how that came to be i am on tiktok instagram youtube Spotify. I have a podcast with Mr. Bachelor. I started with TikTok because actually strict lockdown came in and we just got bored. So I made a few TikToks. When I first started, it was a mix of German and my silly humor. But then I, I saw that the my German content was uh, doing pretty good. So when you say German, do you mean like you were doing it in German or it was about German things? It was both. <laughs> I did like some in German. And I would have to like, yeah, memorize my my script. Yeah, <laughs> so like not in a little bit of yeah broken German, I guess. Yeah, like very simple. And some was in German. English and about the culture. Then Instagram Reels came in, and then I started uploading on there. And then both platforms were seeing attraction, and people were relating to my content, and I started gaining a following there. Yeah, and then one time I had Zach as uh the german dude yeah. <laughs> in my videos he, he was the guy he was the german guy because zach is actually a c2 level german speaker so he was my german guy and he uh, I just played the role of this german person in some of his videos along with your like mip of owner and everything so yeah. i was just like at this point i didn't even have an instagram account and i was just in some of the videos but it was a lot of like that was sort of what awakened in me like this interest in making videos at all because it's like being you know hang out with zach and with this big ring light, you know, re reciting our lines and stuff and doing the different takes. Like it, it was like just fun. You know, it was a time, it was a really like dark time at that point. And it was yeah. middle of like winter in lockdown and cold. And it was just like being able to go over to your vacay multiple times a week and just kind of hang out and make these videos yeah. was like, was a lot of fun. So yeah. And then at that point, I guess where I kind of entered the scene february of last year like yeah february year ago. well you've always been interested in like vlogs and other type yeah. of stuff and so you came to me with the idea of doing like a podcast just as another form of content because that was something you want to do and i personally am like a big fan of podcasts i listen to a lot of them and have thought about starting one a few times like about different subjects you know about mm -hmm. being in germany or whatever and 
and I just never really got around to it because I didn't have anyone else that would have been interested in doing it with me or just never like was something that I was like had enough motivation to really start doing. So when you came to me with that, I was immediately like yeah. on board. Let's do it. Let's get it. <laughs> We're shopping for mics. And so when that happens in, yeah, it must have been February. I made like an Instagram account. So I was just like, all right, we're going to have a podcast. I'm going to have like an online presence. Also just like as a, you know, to tag me in your videos, like as a presence in those videos, like as a character, I'll be there too. Yeah. So I had some time where I was like in furlough from work and was just kind of chilling, you know, had limited stuff that I could do like outdoors. And, and so I was using, you know, going like hiking and stuff and doing whatever I could in that time, but I still had like a lot of free time. And so I decided to yeah, ended up making some more videos. Mine were a little bit more random than Zach's. I think the first ones, like some of them were just about like German music, like singing along to just, make, you know, German rap or whatever. Like I had one where I like was reciting oh, a song poet. from Apache, like, like it was like one. poetry. You know? <laughs> I don't know. So I just was messing around with different things about, a lot of it was about music even at first, like different German artists. And some people thought that was entertaining, I guess. And then I also kind of gained some following. And then by that summer, I, I guess I had like a, couple thousand followers and that was like sort of when it yeah, was like a real a real thing i guess real thing was that a pun a real thing exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah i do mostly just reels so i'm not like a big photo taker i actually am terrible at taking photos and should probably get better at that um because like it's kind of important on instagram but yeah so now i'm mostly make like comedy stuff and then yeah, at some point last year late summer i guess i started to tiktok too and kind of do the same thing and then you got your vlogs going a lot of them are for fun because that there's no business side to vlogs right now it's just yeah we just make them because we enjoy them and yeah it's something great to look back on zach in a lot of my videos we do like funny comedy skits he's hans in my videos hans that's a <laughs> character i love to play so far the hans videos have been doing very successful <laughs> but yeah those are those are fun we kind of got this little side hustle going and yeah enjoying to create and make just funny content because we enjoy we enjoy it of course i know you guys from these skits and these videos but it's been really cool getting to hear more about you as people and your story because kind of have somewhat serious careers, it sounds like. I mean, you're not, yeah. your day job's not in media or something like that, you know? No, so, yeah. um, no. I mean, we're both like, I guess for both of our professions right now, no one thinks of you as like no. a comedian, <laughs> jokester, yeah. like, especially like whenever I tell people, if people ask me what I do and I say finance, when especially when it's people who recognize me from videos yeah they're like no you don't i'm like yeah. and my long hair my long hair does not look make me look like a business finance guy i i would recommend this to people if they want to do something or try something out like especially if you are working and you have like a, a solid income do the side hustle on the side and see how well you can get it and you can go from there i mean zach and i we both we work a lot after this nine, 10 hour day, I'll still film an hour video for TikTok and yeah. Instagram. So like it comes with a lot of work too. Definitely. Yeah. People, the way they interact with us, like in our comment in comments and messages and stuff, it seems like a lot of people just assume that like, this is my full-time job. I don't know. There's like, I make some money like from Instagram and from advertisements and things, but it's not like enough to live off no. of, like nowhere close. No. Right. So it's like this weird perception. I, th I think just with social media in general, you know, earlier, every generation before this generation, if you ever saw somebody on TV or on the radio, like usually 
that's their job. Like you don't just have people voluntarily showing up in media and you see them in media and they're a professional. And now there's like this weird thing where you have these mini celebrities, like people who make content, who just do it as, as a side hustle or whatever, or just maybe you don't even make that many videos, but they just like go viral. And then you like see this person in media, you recognize their face. And then maybe you, you know, see them on the street or whatever. And you think like, oh, this is like, you know, a famous person, but it's not. It's just like a, some random person who just has a hobby. It's pretty funny Phenomenal. though. Like, yeah. <laughs> when, when people recognize us. It's hard to, to us. hide. I feel like we're just both noticeable. The funny thing is like everybody thinks I'm like five four. Like I'm five <laughs> foot four. Because Zach is so tall. I, I really it makes me laugh every time that somebody's like, Oh wait, you're not short. Zach. Like <laughs> I think it's so funny. Because I'm I'm six foot tall. It's just yeah. Zach is Which six is like, seven. What is it, one eighty what? Three. something yeah exactly so he's 180 zach you know if you've ever seen us anybody who's like seen pictures of us the uh the shorter zach is like 183 centimeters and i'm just 200 centimeters like it looks like i'm five he's four. Really, so like yeah. really short but he's actually like above average yeah and, and i'm just like very tall but yeah that does happen a lot like and people like, meet what, us and they're like wait you're, you're like, not that tall you're, you're not tall. that short yeah. you're, you're actually pretty tall i'm like yeah plot twist <laughs> yeah well and surprise. i guess one last question before we round up is now you guys are several years into living in Stuttgart. you've got this whole new aspect to your life which sounds like it's really fun and fulfilling with you know, turning your experiences into skits and whatnot. Um, yeah, when you look in, into the future, um, do you guys plan on staying in, in Stuttgart, in Germany? Is this cool thing to do in your, your 20s? Or do you think this might be more of a permanent situation? That's a tough question. That is a that really is a tough question. Do I sound like you're like your nosy aunt at Christmas or something? Really <laughs> yeah, question. I mean, it's a fair one. But if I'm honest, like I don't have a an exact plan. I'm in the situation where like I can imagine... Moving back to the States and living a happy, fulfilling life, I could also imagine staying in Germany and living a happy, fulfilling life. So for me, like both options exist. At the moment, like I don't have any strong force pushing me in either direction. Like I'm still in my 20s. I'm still single. Yeah, family-wise, you know, there's not a huge pressure. I have a lot of siblings and I know that my parents are being taken care of and things. So I'm sort of waiting to see where the waves push me, the waves of career, the waves of family, whatever that may be. And I'm just sort of letting myself stay open for for either option. So yeah, uh, I have no idea right now. I'm enjoying some of the perks. Thirty days vacation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm enjoying some of these perks that I mean, in the states you can definitely get thirty days vacation. It depends on the company though. Yeah. So you just need to find that right company. It's very rare in your twenties. Also, very Usually rare. It's like Two when weeks. you're 35, yeah. you'll, you'll be up to 25, 30 days. But... So right now, and I'm really enjoying the Alps, like skiing and snowboarding. And I got a good Stuttgart family that I met here. Got a good family I I created. So I don't know. And I'm open to opportunity. I'm open to everything. Like, I I love the States. And also, like, if I wanted to move back to the States, I don't know if I want to move back to Michigan. I don't know if I want to move to Florida. I don't know. Yeah. It's also up in the air with me with how long I want to stay. And Well, it'll be exciting to... uh to see how it all goes i mean as long as you guys are, are putting out content i'm sure people will be very happy to follow along where wherever the waves take you as, yeah. you, as you so nicely yeah. put it yeah it's time then to round the corner and head to home with our ending segment which is called zack 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 and i'm realizing i'm doing zack 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 with two zacks so i guess it's nice zack 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 um <laughs> So this is a rapid fire question round where I ask you guys three questions that you just answer without thinking it, overthinking it. Just go with your gut. All right. Question number one. 
What is your favorite German snack? Snack. Uh, You're overthinking it. Um, Knoppers. <laughs> Knoppers. What's a snack? That's a German uh, What's a snack? What's a snack? Uh, oh, my goodness. Okay. <laughs> You're not ready for this XXX round. You forgot what a snack is. I don't know what Knoppers are. It's Knoppers. We'll just, we're, that's the milk of chocolate. The- milk of chocolate. <laughs> okay, cool. We'll go with it. <laughs> um, what is the best place in Michigan? Mackinac Island. Oh, Detroit. <laughs> and finally, what is your favorite video from the other Zach? I would say uh, from Zach, my favorite video is the Glaciers of Glacier Vine video. Oh, that's a good one. I like. Uh, I think the the classic, the the very first video where he said "Unhöflich" <laughs> is my favorite. <laughs> my classic video. That, those were good ones. Very good answers. You guys mostly nailed the Zach, 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 other than the part where, Zach, you don't know what a snack is. And now yeah, I'm that was a little concerned for you. His, his English is not the yellow of the egg. I am yeah. sorry. I have lived in Germany for too long. Yeah. Well, okay. Before we sign off, if you guys can both share with people where they can find you, where they can follow along all of your various great content, etc. You can find me on all platforms, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Zach, Z-A-C, 98 xcviii so zach 98 and the 98 is roman numerals and yeah you can find some great content and comment your favorite video and i will like your comment and i am at zach bachelor so z-a-c-k bachelor on instagram and tiktok and you can find our podcast it's called zach's in the city and that is uh on pretty much everywhere podcasts are available except apple podcasts at the moment but it hopefully will be on apple Podcasts soon as well very good and i will link to all of your links in the show notes all right. um thank you very much to both sacks for yeah, this was a lot of fun. conversation it was a lot of fun to get to know you guys more Thanks one more time to the Zachs for coming onto the show. Links to their Instagrams, their TikToks, their podcast, Zach's in the City, and Zach98's YouTube are all in the show notes. Also there you'll find a link to my Instagram and Twitter. I am at the expatcast and you can visit me online at theexpatcast.com. Last week in my intro, I asked for new reviews for the podcast. I asked, I begged, and I got one. So thank you very much to Sarah who left a lovely review on Apple Podcasts. If you haven't left a review yet, here's a friendly reminder. Go ahead and leave me some stars. Tell me what you love about the show. As always, I want to thank Amy Lungy Art for the logo and Sidehug for the theme music. They're on Instagram at a hug from the side. On Thursday, I'll be back in your feeds with an interview with an expat coach who did a research analysis of expat women, specifically women who move abroad for their careers. Till then, have a wonderful week. Stay healthy and stay safe. Bis dann. Tschüss.